Hello and welcome to Rocket's Accelerated Geek Conversation. This episode is brought to you by Text Expander and Masterclass. Woo! I'm Simone de Rochefort, supervising video producer at Polygon, and I'm here today with Brianna Wu, executive director of Rebellion Pack. And the show that you're going to hear will have a Christina Warren, senior developer <laughs> advocate at GitHub on it, although she's not here with us right now uh, recording the opening. Uh, Brianna, want to tell the people what we are offering to them this week? Uh, well, we had a super fun, uh, you know, what many people are calling one of the best episodes of Twit ever. Like, this is a show that has gone on for literally... I, it's been over a decade. There are 900 episodes into it. And uh, we came onto the show this week and uh, they had all of us from Rocket on there along with Leo. And uh, we had, I think it was a fun show. What do you think, Simone? It was incredibly yes. fun. Yes. I had such a good time. I'm always so nervous about doing Twit because like Why? Leo is so good at yes. his job. Uh, and obviously... As the the host who like introduces topics, tees things up, I consider myself Leo's natural enemy and rival, <laughs> um, since that is his role on Twit. <laughs> You're really the same person, same skills in so many ways. Them. Yes, yeah, yes. Um, so every every time I go on Twit, I'm like, will this be the week that Leo challenges me to a <laughs> knockdown fist fight? Um, in in the the trenches of podcast hosting, and every time I go on, he's incredibly gracious and funny and kind. Uh, so that's why we decided to <laughs> subject him to our nonsense, make him take a quiz, and then. Well, it could be, it could be. Bleep that out because we don't want people to know the ending. So <laughs> we gotta keep the the tension through the whole show so they can't know what happened. So, sure. uh, yes, uh, no, it was, it was absolutely wonderful. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, you know, Christina was in studio with him. It was just really great energy. Um, so we're going to be playing that, uh, for everyone today, uh, those segments of the show. So, um, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be fun. And then at the end, uh, we are going to have our booster segment. Uh, Rocket Booster is our bonus segment for subscribers to the show. You are the people who support us in doing what we do directly. And for that, you get an ad-free show and you get this bonus content. And we super duper appreciate everyone who has been uh, a boosty so far. Uh, we actually have a booster listener question that we're going to be answering Yes, uh, y'all can write week's. in any time. We will add it to the show if we have time in the rundown, 100%. So and DM I'm actually going to read us. the question now Yes, for the listeners to know what it is and then think about what we might say about this. That's the question smart. is from Mr. Domaino name. Uh, it's you can only own one and play one gaming console and two games on it for the rest of your life. Woo. What is it and what games? I We've had this question sitting for a while and I'm terrified still to answer it, but it's going to be fun. Um, and then we're also going to be talking about a story that ran in Vulture today, an excellent, really incredibly written story uh, about Britney Spears' father, Jamie Spears, and Oof. like his whole backstory and kind of what what about his life might have uh, influenced the conservatorship that he put Britney Spears under for 13 <laughs> years. Uh, it's really intense uh, and so Southern Gothic. So I'm really excited to hear what you have to say about it, Brie. 
Yeah, I thought it was very weird to have spent so much time in the places they're talking about, like graveyards and things like that growing up. So, um, yeah, I definitely have thoughts about that. Well, if you are interested in becoming a Boostie, you can go to relay.fm slash membership and learn more about it there. And thank you so much to everyone who's already done so. All right. Hey, Bree, should we play them some twit? Let's do it. Hit it. It's time for Twit This Week in Tech, episode 900. We celebrate with a rocket takeover. Brianna Wu, Christina Warren, and Simone de Rochefort join me. We'll talk about what's happening at Twitter. Elon is kind of going crazy on the platform. And stay tuned, because at the end of the episode, one of us is going to get hit with a pie. I'm not kidding. Twit is next. Podcasts you love. From people you trust. This is Twit. This is Twit. This Week in Tech, episode 900 for Sunday, November 6th, 2022. The Pies Have It. This Week in Tech is brought to you by On Logic. On Logic is helping innovators around the world solve their most complex technology challenges using On Logic industrial computers, which are engineered for reliability, even in environments that would challenge or destroy traditional computer hardware. Learn more and find out about On Logic's 30-day risk-free hardware trial by visiting onlogic.com/twit. And by Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill. Are you wasting money on subscriptions? Cancel your unnecessary subscriptions right now at rocketmoney.com slash twit. Seriously, it could save you hundreds per year. And by IT Pro TV. If you're looking to break into the world of IT or if your IT team needs to level up, get the introduction you need with IT Pro TV. Check out an IT Pro TV business plan by visiting itpro.tv slash twit today. And by Podium. Join more than 100,000 businesses that already use Podium to streamline their customer interactions. See how Podium can grow your business. Watch a demo today at podium.com slash twit. It's time for Twit This Week in Tech, the show we cover the week's news. This, ladies and gentlemen, is a momentous occasion for a number of reasons. First of all, it is our 900th episode twit 900 i know that's kind of hard to believe second because we're being taken over by the rocket podcast it's so exciting for me i'm a huge fan from right to left well you all know uh brianna well my right your left uh rebellion pack she's been here many many times uh welcome brianna great to have you i have some questions i think i was on like three weeks ago and now i'm just i'm back i'm busting up in your show again well uh I I think when you were on three weeks ago, you said we should do a rocket show, and and you invited us. And I was like, yes, we're going to make it happen. I, I know what happened because I said amazing. I can never get Simone to show up. We try and we try <laughs> to get her on the show, and she never can do it. And you said I'll talk to her. And I said, well, why don't you get Christina too while you're at it, and we'll make it uh we'll make it a rocket takeover. Here's Christina Warren. Hello, film girl Woo! in studio, in senior studio. developer advocate for GitHub. GitHub's having an event this week. Yes, GitHub Universe is a uh, GitHubUniverse.com. Please like register, but that's going to be Wednesday and Thursday uh, at a uh, Your Buena um, Convention Center. Um, 
here in San Francisco, and uh, but it'll also be streamed online. So I'm in town for that. Nice. And what's actually funny is that I reached out, like. Unrelated. We wanted to get you on because yes. you were going to be in town. Exactly. So you could come in. So I was gonna, I was already planning on being here. And I think that's why we're doing it so quickly, Brianna, because, oh, we have we have two out of the three. If only somebody knew Simone de Rochefort, only. we could ask her to be on. Simone? Simone is here. She's, 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 she's finally joining us from her dungeon. You have this. It, My windowless dungeon. You know, now that I know you live in Manhattan, I understand. This is actually a palace. Right, it How, is. Where's your kitchen? Is that the, over on the left there with the bell? Yeah, oh. right back there. Yeah. Just right back there. I just <laughs> climb into the closet. Never, I turn on my little Bunsen I've burner. Never, I've never seen smaller kitchens in my life than in New York. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's great. You get, Like, if you have a dishwasher, which I did in Brooklyn, but it was not a full size. It was like the half size dishwasher, which is almost worse than no dishwasher at all because, like, you can maybe get one pan in it. Yeah. Remember, well, the temptation and the possibility is there, but the reality Exactly. So I did. They had. Remember Bob the mini dishwasher at? Uh, no, that's not it. No, wait a minute. Let me see no. if I can find it at uh, CES last uh, earlier this year. Oh yeah, it was a personal dishwasher. Yes, I remember this now. It was tiny, and I thought, well, who would want that? Now I know. People who have small apartments. People like uh, you. It's just a little bob, a little dishwasher on your sink like that. Oh, it's so cute. Oh, that's so cute. Oh, I love that. That's great. Can I say something oh, to you, wow. young people? Just wash your goddamn dishes. <laughs> what the hell's okay, wrong with on. you? Okay, hang on. No, I mean, and that is what most of us wind up doing because we don't have a dishwasher, but it, yes. This I dishwasher have... holds three dishes and a casserole. You could wash it in half the time it would take to load the damn thing. Sorry. It's true. I have two important points to make. One, you should always hand wash pans, knives, uh, things you. like that. There's no reason Thank to put you. them in the dishwasher. Now, very important. However, do you put on. your silverware handle up or handle down? Uh, handle down. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, so. I, I do mind handle up. It's controversial. It's, I know. I know. Well, my wife and I, she, she throws everything in the dishwasher, including my beautiful knives with the wooden handles. And my oh, wooden, no. And my no. wooden spoons. I got to the point where I buy wooden spoons by the dozen now <laughs> because I know they're going to get warped and ruined. Right. And everything goes in the dishwasher. But then we had a fight when we first got together many years ago. Handle up or handle down. So that's why I'm asking. <laughs> uh, my personal feeling is, you put the tongs down yes. so that you can remove them and hold them by the handle. You don't want to pick it out. With exactly. The, I don't have to sterilize myself to get my silverware out of the dishwasher. You yeah. agree? I'm 100% with you. Apparently, yeah. Simone does not. Why are you putting not. tongs in the dishwasher? No, Those no, are hand regular, No, no, regular silverware. Yeah, like, like putting oh. a fork down. Like you don't, you don't want to like, you know. Oh, the tines. Tie the tines okay. down yeah. or tines up is the question. Dude, I, kitchen well, knives, you, you don't mess around with that. Mm-hmm. Those are, if you cook seriously, that oh, is, especially your favorite chef's knife. I know. That is, you You don't, like, I, if I, I found that Frank put my chef's knife in the I've dishwasher, we would that. have a fight. I've broken her. Yeah. I think anyway. the real question, oh, go on. No, yeah, move on, move on. <laughs> <laughs> the real question in my mind is how much is this going to be like Rocket? And how much is going to be? I like could talk it. about washing dishes for literally the whole. Three You're trying hour to show. turn this into Rocket, and oh, that's we've literally never once talked about housework on, on Rocket. Oh, yeah, literally, no, 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 we but actually I mean... haven't, even though it's my favorite thing. <laughs> wow. Well, here's your opportunity, Simone. No. Uh, Rocket is a wonderful podcast in Relay FM that uh, talks about really a lot of, about news. Right. In fact, I'm going to apologize because I think we're going to kind of rerun your last show. That's a completely bit. fine. Because there well, no, look, there's been more stuff since there's we had, been more stuff. We had to record on Tuesday because I was going out of town, 
and everything that happened between Tuesday and now, there's it's a whole other show's worth. Elon fired everybody on Friday. He sent yeah. out a note saying uh, on Thursday, don't come in. By the way, I love it that it was signed Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Elon, we know it's you. <laughs> uh, don't come in. We're locking the office because we're going to lay a lot of people off. All of you, this is, this is cruel. All of you are going to get an email with a subject line, something like your future at Twitter. Yes. And then we'll read the mail and learn whether you are staying or leaving. Well, it would depend on where it went. If it went to your personal mail, that means that you're gone because you've been locked out of everything. But if it went to your work mail, then congratulations, you are still employed for the moment. I can't imagine anything handled more poorly. This Me either. The worst layoff in history. Worse than the guy who fired everybody on Zoom. I was Okay, so do you think it's worse than that? Because I was having this debate with some people in like a, um, a signal chat where we were trying to decide. I think overall this is worse because of just how there was no communication for the whole week that he'd owned the Those company. Those poor people were just it's twisting awful. in the wind. Agreed. And and, and, and and I think the uncertainty was so bad. But I do wonder, like, I I think that also just being called into a group sla- into a group Zoom meeting and being told you're fired and then the meeting cutting out That's halfway through bad. because they were cutting everyone's access. Well, Regardless, this was terrible. my question, too, because uh, we were talking about this a bit, Christina. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I initially read the story, you know, of course, at first it was the Washington Post reporting there might be 70 percent of the company laid off. Then it was a slightly lower number, I think, when we recorded on Tuesday. Right. And then it ended up being a, a ton of people. And I was I was reading about how this was done, which does seem very cruel. I, I did start wondering, like, what is the right way to do this in a world where so many people do work from home at this exact moment? And that oh. question was kind of answered for us by the stripe, stripe layoffs, yes, which we talked about, Christina, which like obviously layoffs are terrible and one would hope that you would never have to live through them. And they're hard for people who are laid off. They're hard for the people who remain behind at the company. But when we compare the Twitter email with the email that Stripe sent out to their employees, there's just a huge difference in the clarity of the mm-hmm. communication that happened to the people who were laid off. Yeah. No, I think you're exactly I'm right. Also, I'm also really struck by the methodology that they used to decide who they were going to fire. That was bizarre. Like they, they, they went through and for the engineering talent, it was like who had the most like lines of code that they well, was uh, submitted. They asked crazy they asked people to to print out their code in fact leah culver Culver tweeted a picture of her with the code she'd committed Mm -hmm. uh and then a couple of things weird about that first of all they brought in tesla engineers to talk to you about your code commits engineers working on a completely different product right by the way don't already don't have the best track record well not only that but like are not javascript engineers twitter is like front end no exactly twitter is largely a javascript shop so you know, if you're working on hardcore things that Tesla does, like, or do you even know how to evaluate, you know, that code? There's also, I, I mean, yeah. I, I doubt, I can't believe that, for, it's just, it's, it boggles the mind that it's possible for somebody to buy a company on f- Friday and within a week fire half the staff, knowing who to fire and who not to fire. I don't understand. 100%. What so would you, bizarre. what metrics are you looking at? Right. Well, how would you know if somebody's a good employee or not? You wouldn't. Now, from what I've, there's been some reporting about this, and then I've heard some things independently that the previous um, executive they already had team, a map. They already had listings, and they'd already been asking people to make lists. Now, in my opinion, this actually is even more frustrating because the severance packages from some of the reporting things we've heard was not as good as what it had ever been at Twitter beforehand. Which means that if you knew that layoffs were coming. 
the humane thing to do would be while you still have a job as an executive to lay off those people the right way to, to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and then if more people needed to be laid off, fine. But instead, from what I understand, they basically just wanted it to be Elon's problem and, you know, wanted to close the deal. But if you come into a company, fire all the leadership yeah. and then use their roadmap for who else to fire. Right. It's kind of saying, I don't trust these guys. They didn't do a good job running Twitter. Oh, but by the way, let's look, let's, right. let's use what they, what they, no, their it's notes. It's, so I, I, I find it hard to believe that that was a value. What's 100%. the deal with the lines of code? Why print out your code? There's a famous story. This is Andy. Oh Hertzfeld yes. Yes. I love this. I love this. Folklore.org about the early days of the Macintosh. He's writing about Bill Atkinson, arguably the greatest coder, of our, our era, one of them certainly. At one one hundred percent, one of the the like quintessential like of the modern kind of GUI era people. Like yes, he wrote QuickDraw. He yep. wrote the the graphic primitives for the Macintosh. Andy says in early eighty two, the Lisa software team was trying to buckle down for the big push to ship the software within the next six months. Some of the managers decided it would be a good idea to track the progress of each individual engineer in terms of the amount of code they wrote from week to week. Sound familiar? So they asked every engineer to submit a form. Bill Atkinson, legendary Bill Atkinson, had been working on optimizing QuickDraw, had rewritten the region engine using a simpler, more general algorithm. So on his form, he said, "Um, I wrote minus 2,000 lines of code. He cut out 2,000 lines of code. Wow. Now... If you're, if you're asking me, I say that's a guy to hire. I agree. I <laughs> but agree. But that printout 100%. is a little short. <laughs> it, is. it is. Yeah, 100%. But, but it's just such a dumb metric to base things on. And we don't know. You know we don't know. A lot of mystery. We don't know what happened. I was going to say, I've, I've heard a lot of conflicting things from people yeah. who would be in a better position to know to say that maybe that was part of it, but that wasn't the entire thing. Regardless, mm-hmm. if that plays any role, you know, it just shows just what a disaster this well, whole thing has been. And I think I the think, reason... Yeah. You know, there's been no communication, and that's that allows yeah, when these there's narratives a to vacuum build. of information. That's when your conspiracy theories and all the weirdness starts. And I'll add one more weird piece that just came out this morning. Uh, people are saying this is Matt Navarra uh, who tweeted, "Confirmed, Twitter is now asking some fired mm-hmm. workers to please come back." Yeah. Some were laid off by mistake. Mm -hmm. Some were let go before management realized their experience is needed to build the features Elon. Or as you call him, uh, Brianna, I believe, Elno is planning. Elno. (laughs) Elno. I made a typo with that. I'm like, no, this is actually better. It's catching on. Like a viral tweet about that. No, it's great. I love love it. it. I love it. Well, it also has the advantage that if, if Elon's looking for his name, which he is undoubtedly spending most of his day doing. Yeah, you may not find Elno. Did we all see about like how the how how a lot of this stuff leaked was that when he added some of the new uh, lieutenants and 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 um, some of his new like henchmen into Twitter's Slack instance, they did not realize that the channels they created were not private by default. <gasps> yep, and oh, that's, that's why delicious. people were able to then monitor what was happening, find documents yep. which were also not private. Uh, David Sachs's calendar was open to everyone. <gasps> And so he was able to see, the people were able to see, oh, we're having meetings about layoffs here, here, and here. I mean, just the the level of incompetence the whole way around. It's just so, I feel, I feel so bad for every person who's still there, every person who was there. I know yes, that it was- my a, heart I know it was goes a me- out. I know it was a messy company, but to have it happen this way and then for it to be so public and, and, and to just then have a certain contention of the internet 
gleefully like rejoicing oh, yeah. in this. A lot of shun it's for it's it. really gross. Yeah. And I, I really that feel is for exactly yeah. yeah, because Twitter is it's one of the loudest pieces of social media we have. Like tweets get printed in so many other like news stories on articles all over the internet, and everyone on Twitter is very opinionated. And I think we'll talk about this a little bit, but like it, it's not the biggest social media, but it contains some of the biggest like. Uh, windbags that we have, and I include myself among them. Um, also, so it, amplification, yeah, as you say, for this to be if happening, you, it, it really goes out to the world at large. If you tweet something mm-hmm, mm-hmm, as Donald mm-hmm. Trump and Elon yeah. Musk, both yes. is Elon 100%. Musk the number one sh- poster now on oh, yeah. Twitter? I believe so. Oh, we can yeah. say on your show. No, we'll bleep it just Damn like it. we do on your show. <laughs> as, as, as a Simone's the one who has to keep uh, us in check. I don't think there's a way to say poster without saying yours i mean ish poster say s poster s poster but that sounds like sposter no i say ish poster ish poster ish ish poster okay but it doesn't it's not as good as poster there is i I kid you not there is somebody probably jason howell who is now assiduously writing down the time codes of every time you say (laughs) so keep saying it and uh that way jason i'm so sorry that's usually my job (laughs) and i i'm so sorry you do it very well no, I don't. I explicitly don't. I get in trouble for it on an Now, on you use a high-pitched basis. beep. I w- I, do we use a beep, John? No, we, like, reverse it. We do silence. Oh, I like that. I like that better, honestly. Sometimes you'll yeah, hear on rap records. We wanted to sound like Jerry though, Springer back in the day. What Just is Springer? Beep, 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 beep. Yeah. Yeah. That's fun, too. No, I, I just wanted to, but going back to who they fired, I wanted to say we do know a lot about which teams uh, they fired at this point. We know that one of the teams that worked on accessibility for mm-hmm. you know people with disabilities, they're gone. Uh, we know one of the teams that dealt with uh, misinformation, they are gone. We know that the Twitter right feature, something I've been really, really eager uh, for them to uh, unveil finally, like I've been talking to them in, in PM forever going, please bring this to market. I want to use this. Like Elon is announcing that you're going to be able to do long form things on right. Twitter. And then he goes and fires the entire Twitter right team. And it's just, it's, it's all the moves he's making. It's like, I am understand that there need to be layoffs here. I don't think Twitter is the only overstaffed company in Silicon Valley. And I think it can make times sense sometimes to like take a step back, look at what you need and refocus in a moment like this. I don't think anyone reasonable would have an issue with that. But the thing is, they came in here. They're getting people from outside the company to make these decisions. It's haphazard. You've got legacy. Uh, There was a great thread on Twitter yesterday with someone who works on the uh, the reliability uh, part of Twitter. Talking about how he is really worried about the threats to the service from here forward because there are people that understand all this legacy code that they count on to keep the thing running for high frequency events like uh, Queen Elizabeth, and they're just gone now. So, like, say the midterms uh, next week, this week rather, like, what's going to happen when that part of Twitter goes down or needs someone that understands that to look at it? It's just going to plummet. So, Think about the reliability of Twitter going down in the same period of time that you're asking people to pay $8 a month for it. It makes no sense. It's just, it's, it's, if you had to do this, there was a much smarter way to do it. I think uh, one of the people fired was the person who writes the notes for the IS, yes. iOS update. Because <laughs> no. I, think, I think this time, and Micah, thank you for pointing this out. Elon Musk wrote these. 
What's new? Starting today, we're adding great new features to Twitter Blue, and we have more on the way soon. Get Twitter Blue for seven ninety nine a month if you sign up now. Is that actually? Uh, then I heard that it wasn't everybody wasn't getting that option. That they're rolling it out. Blue check mark quote, uh, colon power to the people colon your account. Oh your account will get a blue check mark just like the celebrities, companies, and politicians you already follow. Speaking as a blue check mark person, I will be losing my blue check mark in three months. So thank <laughs> you very much. Coming soon, half the ads ampersand much better ones. <laughs> Right. Oh, sure. Great. Better ads. Yeah. Well, I mean, all the advertisers that. are also like big accounts are are pausing or leaving. Some of them made the decision on the call with him when, as he was trying to calm advertisers down. This is according to Kara Swisher. The advertising community was kind of so turned off. They were like, "Yeah, so we're going to pause our spend." Yeah. Because we don't. Well, have Elon fired the person who liaised with these people. Oh no, she quit. Oh, she God. quit. She quit. She she, then, she she basically said we're still committed to these things, and then I guess after two days she was like, actually, you know what? Bye. No, no. Then he <laughs> flies mind. to New York to meet with advertisers <laughs> yes. without her right. because she quit, and takes the meeting himself. The uh, Swisher was saying that people were saying in the meeting, uh, Elon seemed distracted, unprepared, uh, just the usual, you know, kind of off the cuff BS. At which point, advertisers literally paused the meeting, typed to their their CMO, <laughs> let's not buy any more ads for a little bit. Um, oh, my God. So half the ads, but much better ones, according to <laughs> sure. this anonymous writer. Since you're supporting Twitter, Twitter in the battle against the bots, oh, I didn't know that's what the eight bucks did. We're going to reward you with half the ads and make them twice as relevant. Okay. Post, what? what? Post longer videos. You'll finally be able to post longer videos to Twitter. By the way, there should be a dot, dot, dot. That's yeah. not in this update. But, you know, we're going to do that eventually. Priority ranking. For quality content. Okay. He said this. And I don't understand what that means. Your content, if you pay eight bucks. By the way, who's going to pay eight bucks? Kanye. Uh, Christina Warren. Christina I mean, Christina Warren, Warren absolutely. Yeah. Well, Are you going to pay eight bucks? Yeah. Absolutely. Really? I already pay for Twitter Blue. I'm not going to unsubscribe. That's three bucks. I know, but it's. Uh, but then I think they changed the price. I don't even know how much I pay. It's, it's, a, it's yes. I, it was five, four ninety nine. Then three. It was two ninety nine. Then it was four ninety nine. Right. Seven ninety nine. And I think I've been paying three ninety nine or two ninety nine. I don't know. Yes, I will pay eight dollars. Twenty dollars. Okay. I might. Yeah. Have Brianna. Yeah. Eight dollars. Yes. Eight dollars. I. I'm with Christina. I already subscribed to Twitter Blue, and yeah, I. I've gotten so much out of Twitter for my career, and you know, I'm there to go viral and to it, it's beneficial <laughs> to my career and the things I want to do. But isn't that and where you were most, a month? most attacked in Gamergate was on Twitter? A hundred percent. Like Twitter is, it's the bane of my existence, and it's like also a, a critical tool for me to get through my day. And uh, you know, it's it's hard, but like that that algorithm. Christine is on Twitter right now. Yeah. Right. I, look, I can't quit it. I, I, I'm okay, can I just say something? And you, I, I want to say this in the kindest way. Sure. Possible. Sure. You you sound like Stockholm Syndrome. You're not like wrong. You, you sound like cigarette addicts mm-hmm. who Fair. are Fair. trying to give up You're, something that's bad, painfully yes, bad for you. Yeah. You're not in any way yep. wrong. But I also, it is hilarious, awful, wonderful, you amazing things happen. You can't let it go. Well, it's just, look. At a certain point, if the people who are who I'm on the platform for, which make it worth being on, go away, if the culture goes away, but just ridiculous, stupid things will happen that only happen on Twitter. Yeah. And there is some cultural thing. There going is a on. cultural thing going yeah. on, and I, even now, as it's breaking down, the fact that it's happening on Twitter is in and of itself like the car crash you can't turn away from. So as I've been, I I've have, been joking, like I will be, you know, playing, you know, near my God to thee. 
as this goes down, like, until it sinks <laughs> into, the, into the sea, You'll you know? be dancing like, on the deck of the Titanic. Mm-hmm. I have thoughts about this, because I, while I absolutely, I am very sad about everyone who has lost their job at Twitter, I do think there's something very special and interesting about a website that is fundamentally broken. And Twitter has been <laughs> that in a lot of ways for mm. many years, in ways yes. that Twitter itself has been actively trying to fix when it comes to addressing harassment and misinformation and all of these incredibly important things that make the website more humane to be on. However, as a person who is on Tumblr right now, a website that is fantastically broken and has a strange community that like feels like they've been through something together, there's something in me that is excited for that era of Twitter because I don't think it's going to die. If it dies, it won't die right away. Like the people who are in it for the long haul, like you, Christina, they're sticking around. Um, and until they go away, Twitter will continue to exist in some form or other. And I think we're just going to see it kind of evolve in strange and fascinating ways. And I'm interested in that, not in a car crash kind of way, but in like what happens to this community? What does it turn into? Um, and I think maybe it only becomes a problem because there are so many high profile people there and because there's so much potential for misinformation. So like it's yeah. not all fun and games, but yeah. I do think it's fascinating. It is possible that it could technically fail if you fire half oh, yeah. the people, if you don't fire the right sure. half. Oh, oh, see, honestly, <laughs> to me, I think that so a week ago when we were when this stuff happened, if you would ask me, well, what are the chances of, of Twitter literally kind of catching on fire and a lot of people moving off and it dying very quickly? I've been like, look, I'll see you all in two days. Everybody's moving to Mastodon. I was like, see, yeah. see you in five minutes, right? Like you're, you're going to be back on in half an hour. You're going to do the same thing that as we were talking pre-show, all of us have done. We sign up for these services. We use them and then we go back to what we know. But seeing how this was handled, seeing some of the changes that they claim they aren't making, but now there's no one to, you know, kind of keep things running, knowing things that I've heard about how, like, the internal code bases of Twitter has been handled, I do have very real questions, which is, is this site going to be able to remain up? And where's the institutional knowledge? And what's going to happen? And, you know, um, even though they laid off uh, fewer people on the trust and safety team, that doesn't mean that there aren't still other people on, like, what are you doing to prevent fraud? Like, Lon says he wants to get rid of the bots, but are you employing the people who were going to do a good job with that, right? Or is this going to become overrun? So I don't know. I think that you're right. I think there's a very real possibility that it could break down technologically. I also think, and this is a total 180 from where I was a week ago, that it is much more likely that things could get worse much more quickly than, than I thought. Yeah, and the I midterms really agree be the big test of that. I also, oh, go ahead, Simone. I was just going to say the midterms next week is where we're going to mm. see that tested for the first time, probably. Hundred percent. I think. I think. Uh, you know, Twitter, just like uh, Tesla, is facing a huge amount of competition. I think TikTok really opened up the door that, you know, you could have people come in with a better product and uh, you know get a real foothold. You know, uh, TikTok got a foothold by not just focusing on on Gen Z, but by making it a pleasant place to spend time. If you're on TikTok, there's not just this barrage of negativity that you get with with Twitter. I think if you had those half of people that quit at Twitter and they went and started something that was just like, look, Twitter as a technical product is utterly fungible. And they said, we are going to put trust and safety first. That is our primary mission objective. And on top of that, you know, we're going to verify the journalists and we're going to 
you know, tweak the algorithm so it's more about, you know, broadcasting current events other than, you know, quote, tweet dunks on everybody, right? <laughs> I think the real problem is Twitter is not a pleasant place to spend time. It's a tool that all of us need. And, you know, for major events, it's a lot of fun. Like there have been like days on Twitter. It's just the best thing that's ever happened yeah. when someone makes a huge mistake. Like, do you remember the Will Smith slap thing? That was a great day on Twitter. Well, <laughs> Okay, well, do you guys remember the greatest day in the history of online, yeah. which was when the llamas escaped? And, oh, and, and, and then the dress later on, and the, llamas. the dress happened. Yes. Oh, at the same, on the same day, the, same the dress, day, and, the dress the and the llamas. That was the greatest day in the history of online. And Twitter That's was amazing so wonderful. that day. I thought you were going to say... Um, I think you guys, have mush mind. Oh, you guys have mush minds from watching too much Gilligan's Island and eating too much can- cotton <laughs> candy. Definitely, this yeah. Is, That's a show that I've garbage seen. Garbage culture. Yes, it is. This is garbage yeah. culture. It is absolutely is not, garbage. Yeah. And and we are garbage. It's not good people. for you. And you're not gar- garbage yeah. people. And, no, but we yeah. are. And 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 there's there's a no. Certain- you're not. <laughs> you're not. You deserve better than llamas escaping in blue gold dresses. You deserve better. Have you listened to the show? Do you know how many episodes we've had on Anadelphi? <laughs> Wait, I want to know what like Leo's funny. best day on Twitter was. Yeah, what was your best yes. day on Twitter? Oh, no, I've had nothing but bad memory. days on Twitter because, well, <laughs> in fact, one of the reasons I pulled back from Twitter was I realized, and I think some of you have not yet realized this, that the only thing you can do on Twitter is get in trouble. That it's very hard not to get in trouble because what mm-hmm. happens is Twitter's designed to get you in trouble. Okay. And and what you put on Twitter feels like it's quick, it's fast, it's gone immediately, and it's not that it lives forever. So I think for most people, Twitter ends up being uh, a dangerous place. And I, yeah. I include Elon Musk in this. I include myself. I had I stopped tweeting on Twitter because I got in a fight with somebody. You know, it, it really wraps you up and you, and winds you up and you get in a fight. And then then a day later you go, what have I done? You don't have those experiences? No, you definitely do. But I, w- I will push back a little bit because all those things are accurate and are true. But I think that and, and look, this isn't exclusively true of Twitter. This could be true of any other network where you can really build relationships with people. But I've genuinely met people like. Micah Sargent, who is in this room yep. right now in the audience, um, he and I are, are friends and started doing a podcast together and got to know each other because of Twitter. Um, uh, Brianna Wu, Simone de Rochefort and I, like because of social networks, I've right. built real relationships. I've gotten jobs. I've had really in-depth conversations with people that I would have never I otherwise had a chance to meet even through things like Twitter spaces. When that debuted during the pandemic, I met a great group of people that I, I talk to all the time because of animal crossing and a Twitter uh, DM group. There are, are people that I used to, uh, you know, some of them I, I worked with at Microsoft, some of them I didn't, who we all got to know each other. Like right. there are, I think real community and relationship things that happen in addition to the fights. And, and I do agree with you that yes, it's probably is optimized to, to get you in trouble, but there's really good things that are, are part mm-hmm. of, of this too. I, I mean, social networks are good uh, uh, for all of that. I agree. Um, and I guess it wouldn't be as good if it were a small network. Right. So mm-hmm. you need some, some global network to meet people and to kind of find affinity groups and all that. I guess you have to have. And the problem, of course, with all social networks is the bigger they get, the more wild and unmanageable and problematic they get. Right. We've seen this again and again. And what's a small social network, we were talking before we began the show about prior failed social networks like Path or mm-hmm. Pounce mm. or Jaiku. And they were all great because they were small. 
And it's, but it's, mm-hmm. if they had gone to the size of Twitter, they would have been as bad as Twitter, of course. Right. Yeah. I mean, or and there, worse. Or, and there's probably a balance, right? There probably is like maybe that perfect spot when it's big enough to incorporate a bunch of different types of people, but not so big that it, you know, um, becomes a cesspool, right? And there's uh, the problem because they're trying to make these websites continually bigger and bring right. in more users so they can more make money, which does make sense because websites need to make money. But I don't think anyone has properly solved the question of how do we continue growing and make this community global mm-hmm. and enormous without making everyone be at each other's throats all the time. Twitter probably did the best job, right? Yeah. Oh, the yeah. llama! Yeah. Yes! <laughs> llama day! Oh my God, this was the greatest <laughs> moment ever. Twitter was set up to do a really good job. I mean, with all the, these teams that have now been gutted. Yeah, Sorry, I'll so let much. us watch the llama. because No, we no, no. It's, uh, most people are listening. The rest of them are being distracted by uh, the sight of a guy chasing a very adorable looking black llama. Well- I do want to talk about llamas, really, because I think that they are one of the few mammals that, like, you can look into their eyes and, like, see no no love there, no understanding. They are creatures that are full of disdain for you. I don't, like, has anyone ever met a loving llama? No, they spit. They're grouchy. Grouchy. No, don't confuse a llama with... A uh, what's the cute one? Alpaca. Alpaca. Alpacas. Because those are human. Yeah, those are really sweet. Yeah. but llamas no. Llamas are are. Can I say asshole? No. No. Okay. Well, <laughs> uh, y'all, I've got some breaking news. Yes. I have some breaking news. Llamas have escaped. Uh, uh, Elon Musk has just tweeted tweet tweeted that going forward, any Twitter handle engaging impersonation without clearly specifying their parody will be permanently suspended. You know why he this said that? Clearly, because everyone's you know why? Because everybody's become Elon everyone Musk. Is, yep. Everyone is renaming it. And I just, I gotta say, this is the hypocrisy of this dude. Yes. You know, it's like he says he wants free speech and then people are, are, are going, or, 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 he's the butt of the joke and that's when he shuts it down. Everybody's so, been testing to, content oh, moderation yes. by t- changing, not their hand, their Twitter handle, but their, their name. Yeah. to Elon Musk, adding mm-hmm. a blue check, putting the same picture, and then saying outrageous things. And apparently they've gotten under the skin of Elon, and now he said, well, no, that's not going to happen. And this is going to be exactly the problem. Isn't yes. It? This is really Elon's fiefdom. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's two things that Elon could do with Twitter. Try to get his money back. Not going to happen. But he could try. Yeah. Polish it up. Turn it into you know something that maybe investors might say, oh, you know, this is, this is the new Twitter. Call the private equity people in. And I don't think private equity. I think IPO because you're more. They're more dumb people in IPO than private equity. Oh no, he's I already just, got private <laughs> equity. He's got thirteen billion dollars. And he's got I'm, a billion I'm, dollar uh, I'm, I'm, a year vig. No, I'm just thinking if he wants to get out of this as soon as possible. Nobody's going to buy it from him. Uh, this was the whole problem. Twitter what if been we trying buy it? for Twitter. Well, yeah, <laughs> Twitter been trying to sell itself for years. And nobody would buy it. Along comes this cuckoo million billionaire. I'll give you forty-four billion. What? Okay, sure. Yeah, nobody's gonna. So maybe polishes the turd and IPOs, or maybe he really wants the influence, the power that Twitter could give him. Certainly gave Donald Trump uh, uh, the presidency, right? Sure. Although I think there's a question to then be had, which is, does that influence remain if it turns into if all the people and the 
programs that made it what it is if they go away and if it becomes this fiefdom. No, but he's Philip Morris. He's got you guys hooked already. Well, no, so but, all he has to do is keep feeding you the Nick well, and you're going to stay on. Well, we're hooked, <laughs> but at the same time, I will say, like, but genuinely, and, and, I, and I say this as somebody who I just said I'm going to go down with the Titanic with this thing. Yes. I will, but... I'm also going to add a caveat with that, which is that if people that I get a good experience with, and I'm not talking about the the good experience of when we all are mad at someone, but like the genuinely good experiences, <laughs> if that goes away, I might still check in, but I'm not going to be active, right? Like that's a different sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, so, I still read it. Right. But that still means it has influence. You're a journalist. Well, you're not a journalist anymore, well, but you yeah, were. right, sure. Lots of journalists. They will read it. They will amplify. The New York Times will still publish tweets. Well, I mean, that, that's what I'm saying. I, th- I think we'll see because if the people that would be doing notable things go away, if it's just his, you know, echo chamber, then I, th- I, I don't know. I don't know if the culture remains the same. Well, if, he's screwed. It's just about if, him. if that happens, he can't polish the turd and sell it, and he can't. He won't have any influence, and he's really out of luck. Then Neil I. Patel's correct, and he's entered his own impossible Hobson's choice. It's a hellscape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I genuinely believe some team is going to come forward and they're going to do the things that the reasonable people on Twitter have been asking for for years. Better trust and safety, more transparent policies, you know, lowering the toxicity, you know, tweaking the algorithm so it's less about out, uh, outrage and more about positive conversation. There is definitely a space for a product like that. I think journalists, generally speaking, are interested in getting their stories out to people and and looking at sources and i think that the credible people that twitter is is basically provide the content that makes twitter worthwhile i think increasingly they're going to look at the way elon is running this thing and they're going to be looking for alternatives and i think there's ample space for a competitor there um there isn't one yet though right there's nobody that's a reasonable competitor right I, not, there's not, the not, not Facebook. I, I do want to say go I signed up for Mastodon on a whim. And look, we've criticized it plenty on our show. It is hard to access. The onboarding gets an F minus. But I have to say the conversations I'm having on there because of the technical barrier to signing up for it, it's it's like app.net again. Like it's it's, yeah, it's oh, very yeah. technical. Good we've run a Mastodon. You didn't yeah. know this, but we've run a Mastodon instance for some years, twit.social. I've been really impressed with it. So and far. Uh, I'm a little nervous about actually enticing people from Twitter to come over. I don't want it to turn into the next <laughs> right. Twitter. Uh, I think <laughs> yeah. that would be in fact I've kind of tell people, you know, tone it down. This isn't the same place. Uh, get to know the culture before you start yes. doing the same stuff. Um, I'm a little nervous, actually, about Mastodon attempting to become Twitter. It has some structural things that will keep it from that. The federation is great. I run an instance, you run an instance, mm-hmm. they run an instance, and you can block instances you don't like. You can, you can choose who rules. to follow. You can have different rules. You, In a way, you could do what I was saying, which is create a small uh kind of more personal space that still connects to a larger global space. So -hmm. there is, and that's what Blue Sky, by the way, Jack Dorsey's attempt to create a federated Twitter is all about. Do you think Blue Sky is going to be, come along and be a replacement? I signed up for the I beta, beta. don't have an invite yet. Same, I don't have an invite either. Um, and um, I, I was mean to Jack Torsey on Twitter yesterday, so I probably won't. You were. Early. What'd you say to Jack? You picked a fight with Jack. Jack said, I grew it too fast, it's my fault. And and I basically said that that was a little bit too little too late for the thousands yeah, of yeah, people that were yeah, laid off. But yeah. anyway. By the way, so Jack I, has a massive stake still. Oh, I know. In Elon's Twitter. I know he does. Yeah. I know he does. Yeah. And anyway, like I, uh, that, anyway, so 
I hope I ha- look. I think that things like Blue Sky and and Mastodon and others have a lot of potential. I think that I don't think Jack was wrong when he said that he'd wish that Twitter had always been a protocol. I do feel like that's a little bit um, of. Uh, false, like looking back, you know, what he's saying doesn't really match with the reality of what his decisions were when he was CEO of Twitter both yeah. times, right? Because he yeah. made decisions. A lot of revisionist history. That's the word on. I was looking for. He's yeah. a lot of revisionist yeah. history. But I, I, I'm not opposed to those things in theory, but it still doesn't, the, the, the challenge you'll still have is that even though you can have these, these big, you know, these multiple instances, there will be one instance it becomes the centralized place, just like with anything else. There will be a, a centralized hub. There has and to be, right? Always. So, I, mean, I mean, same thing with like with Bitcoin, right? Like Coinbase and and yeah. and, and Binance. It always places, happens. Always for and NFTs, it was Open Sea. Exactly. It always happens. And yeah. so the problem with that is that once something becomes the de facto home or the largest place, you still face the same challenges that you would yeah. face if it was Twitter. Right. With yeah. how do we moderate? How do we enforce things? How do we mm-hmm. grow? How do we like you know keep different. Um, uh, opinions without you know allowing harassment. It's it's. Do we have to have somewhere like that? Do I don't we know. Need a, what do they call it? The public square. Do I don't know if Twitter's the public square. It's the closest thing to a public square. I guess we have. We used to have Walter Cronkite, right? We used to do three television <laughs> networks. There was a, there there you know everybody watched the same TV show. So there was this certain. Uh, community within the U.S. and a certain hegemony too, right? Yeah. Well, it was bad because uh, you know, obviously, it was the it was CB. You know, if you watch Walter Cronkite, he you know famously was the guy who ended the Vietnam War because he lost faith in President Johnson's plans in Vietnam, and he said it on his broadcast, and that was that. Uncle Walter said it's a bad idea. Everybody changed their mind. Uh, protests had gone on for years. I marched in them. It, it was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Didn't change America until Uncle Walter said so. We don't have that anymore. Right. Uh, we don't have a central place. And I, do we need one? I'm, I, I am torn because obviously I, I dislike the idea of any particular organization like holding the keys to America's psyche. On the other hand, what we have seen over the internet over the last 10 years or so is just a fracturing into different realities where you can completely curate what you believe um, and ignore, curate, curate the facts that you're ingesting. Um, And I I really, I don't have any, like anything positive to say about that. I don't really see... um, do you think that's, I don't know. that's as a result forward. of this lack of centrality that now we've got QAnon believers and there's no, no But then who, who gets to decide to, what yeah. the central the right. central reality yeah. is, Well, yeah, right? you didn't want to, I mean, I it was think, a big corporation that decided that. That's obviously not, yeah. maybe it's going to be yeah. a guy like Elon Musk that's going to decide that. That's is probably Walter Cronkite still alive? Right. And if no. not, could we resurrect him? Yeah. Uh, Let's think about that. I could do a pretty good Walter <laughs> Cronkite. Maybe I'll do that. Okay. Whoa, Walter Cronkite. <laughs> Deepfake. I just fixed America. Oh my gosh. You're welcome. You did just just fix America. You understand, though, that's why a certain generation is terrified of TikTok because they're afraid that TikTok could become that centrality, that our beliefs could come from TikTok. Absolutely. I completely agree. I I think we have a TikTok story today that we're going to talk about, but okay. So there's a phrase that flies around on the internet now which is like our our parents were radicalized by fox news gen z is being radicalized by tiktok and i think in in some ways that's true i I like tiktok as a platform i think there's a lot of good stuff on tiktok but it's true that there are large parts of the population that are getting 
news and of other recommendations from TikTok in from people who are incentivized to make the loudest and most divisive content possible. And yeah, that's another Chi- problem that it, I don't have an answer to. Is it the Chinese Communist Party, though, that's doing that? Or? No, it's not. It's no. the call is coming from inside the house. Yeah, exactly. It's us. It's coming We're from the problem. The Love that. I, I don't that's necessarily exactly right. agree with that. <laughs> yes. I, I don't necessarily agree with that. I mean, I think if you want to zoom out and look at this issue from 30,000 feet, you know, we are in a global information war that's taking place every single second of every single day, and we are losing that war. You Who's know, there we? Are 4 billion, we meaning democracy. Like it is so the incentives on social media is exactly as profitable for Facebook and Twitter and Reddit and YouTube to pump out false information as it is true information. There's nothing there to fact check it. And because of that, you have these you you have strongmen all around the world that are weaponizing these incentives and our ideals against us. I mean, you know, democracies fundamentally depend on a free flow of information so people can make decisions. We have so much garbage in the zone today because of, um, you know, what are essentially information weapons factories that, I mean, this is why it's not just the United States struggling with this point to a democracy. We're all struggling with this. And I think, I mean, I've been saying this for years, Christina, I disagree on it, but I think you've got to aggressively regulate social media. I think there's got to be some question at some point, is this good for national unity? But is it I, good for yeah, democracy? But and isn't that I what the authoritarians are doing is regulating that, social that, that's media exactly it. Because, in their because, countries? I, because there's what we a say, way to, yeah. the regulation we like isn't going to align with the regulation that another administration might like, right. even in our own country. Like that, that's, uh-huh. that's my fear uh-huh. with that. I don't know what the answer is. I, I understand the conflict and you're right. The only way we as a society have of exerting our will is through government and law. But that seems to, uh, Brianna, I, I think it feels like it's failed and, yeah. uh, it, and it's in the process of falling apart. And, and so you can't be sure which government, <laughs> you know, is going to, is going to do that. And as a result, I mean, I don't think the corporations should do it either. No, I I don't know. I, I don't know if I there's an answer. That's the problem. Scott, so I'm not saying I agree with this necessarily, but Scott Galloway had a really interesting piece out last week. I've not made up. He's my on Mastodon now. Let me check his this. Mastodon account here real quick. Go ahead. So he was talking about how one of the ways we've we've combated, uh, you know, the financing of terrorism around the world is through know your customer laws. And he was talking about how maybe it's time for social media companies to know their customer. It's not saying you have to use your real name. It's not saying they're going to out you. It's saying that there's some check along the way yeah. to make sure that you're a real, authentic person there. I'm I'm interested in that idea. That's interesting. I, I, but- I don't agree with this this premise that look it's complicated it's difficult for free speech anyone that understands this issue agrees with that but i don't agree that the best course the wisest course of action is to continue doing nothing we are Mm. effed if we stay Mm -hmm. this course and we've Mm -hmm. got to try something that's fair as well but a a real names policy isn't going to do everything. Not real name. Know your know your customer. So making sure that there is a real person yeah. behind that account okay. at some point. Right. We do that on our um, socials. We allow handles. Mm-hmm. But I mean, and I don't go out and verify people, but we kind of pay attention to who right. you are and what you, where mm-hmm. you come from and stuff. So we know there's a real person um, 
I know I'm not against bots, by the way. I have bots on Twitter. Yeah, I think the bots can have value, right? Like, yeah. like it, there's a difference between spam, which is really what he's talking about, and 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 bots, which can have a specific purpose. And influence bots, which yes. are created by Russian troll farms, for Correct. instance. Fair, fair, right? There are thousands of accounts created by. Yes. You know, I don't uh, think Elon cares about those at all. Oh, he doesn't care about that. It, it, what he cares about are the spam ones that that are making you know things unpleasant for him. Spam's easy to get rid of. It's not. It's not illegal, right? You don't do it by law, but if I mean, I filter spam on our Mastodon account. If I see spam, I, 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 I uh, cancel the person very happily. Don't mean. Oh know. my God, Leah Laporte, pro cancel culture. <laughs> I chose that word intentionally. <laughs> All right, let's let's take a little break. This is fun. I've, I, I this is better than being on Rocket. This is with Rocket. It is. Uh, it is uh, Rocket meets Twit. Simone de Rochefort, Brianna Wu, Christina Warren in the house. I got something you're going to want. Uh, this is an advertiser called On Logic. Look at this. This is the cutest little thing. What do you think? That's a computer. It's adorable. This is an industrial computer. You are... So this is what's changing in the world, right? It's not a one desktop, one computer world anymore, right? It's computing at the edge. It's computing everywhere. On Logic makes computers you don't even see. An entire hidden world of computing that's changing everything from sustainable agriculture, smart cities, in 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 factories everywhere, increasing manufacturing efficiency. That's where you'll find OnLogic's distinctive orange industrial and embedded computers. These are amazing. No fan in here. You see all the fins on it. It's a passive cooling. This thing, you could throw this... A hundred yards. Your quarterback, what's his name? Simone could throw this. I don't know if can he throw a hundred yards. He could throw this. <laughs> I don't. He could throw this. Bounce it down the field. Absolutely no problem. On Logic is the first choice. Here's another one uh, in industrial computing for innovators around the world who need computing power that can survive and thrive where traditional hardware might fail. Look at this. I've got six Wi-Fi choices. On here, that's because I'm in a factory, right, with multiple Wi-Fi access points. On Logic designs and creates computing solutions that can fit in the palm of your hand while powering everything from advanced robotics and AI to manufacturing automation to digital media solutions, smart agriculture technologies. These are passively cooled. They're ventless in some cases, so no dust, no dirt. They're engineered for reliability. No airborne contaminants can get in. They, they've removed the fan, so it's a completely solid-state device. Bang it around. Be great for a truck, right? Doesn't matter. Shock and vibration do nothing. Other design features and specialized components protect systems from extreme temperatures and interference. This is just; These are just two examples. There's an on-logic for whatever need, whatever IoT or an industrial or embedded system you need. They run all kinds of processors. They're extensively tested to operate reliably. Wherever they are, a remote mining operation, you you know, uh, I don't hope you don't see it, but you might see this on a crash cart in a hospital. Uh, OnLogic extensively tested to operate reliably no matter what. The team at OnLogic is so committed to making a product that is tailored to your unique challenge. They love that challenge. They can't wait to hear from you. They partner with leading software companies like AWS to en enable rapid evaluation and deployment of edge computing solutions. They have, in fact, a line of AWS IoT Greengrass compatible computers uh, approved and vetted by AWS 
So for green grass, what a great solution. Gives you the peace of mind that's going to work right out of the box. It's certified. If you need a computing solution that can easily be configured to your particular needs, supported by industry experts who are just a phone call, a website chat, or email away, delivered to you quickly, the team at OnLogic is ready to help. I love these guys. I, you know, I, I'm sure they're going to want these back, but <laughs> I can think of so many things that we could do with this. Just so cool. And it's, I wish you could, it's built like a brick, right? OnLogic. To get started, learn more about OnLogic's 30-day risk-free hardware trial. Visit OnLogic.com slash twit. OnLogic.com slash twit. Twit, I don't. I'm I'm a little weird, but this is the kind of thing that gets me drooling. <laughs> I just go, oh, it's so cool. Oh, oh, I can think of all sorts of things we could do with these. Thank you, On Logic, for your support. You're supporting Twit, by the way, by using that address. So make sure you do it. OnLogic.com/slash/twit. Enough Twitter. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Never, right? Mm. Never, never, never. We want more Twitter. No, I think we're yeah. We Twittered out. We might be. I mean, especially oh, yeah. now that he's uh, all that Twitter is right now is just everyone changing their handle to Elon Musk since he said that he's going to ban impersonations. Oh, you, is it now a spreading? Yes. <laughs> it's 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 oh, very Elon. I'm yeah. So, I'm, how how okay? Let's take some bets. How long before you start feeling sorry for poor Elno? Never, yeah, no. <laughs> never. <laughs> he's a billionaire. Never. <laughs> never. He, if I was a billionaire, blame, do you think he, I would did this ever tweet? Ever, I mean, I'd be on the oh, spaceship no. to Mars every every weekend. So here's no. the thing: I think uh, we underestimate how much fame and fortune disturbs the human mind. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but we've got mm-hmm. lots of evidence of it. We do. Uh, you know, there's like very few exceptions. Taylor Swift is an exception. She seems like a real great normal person who survived her fame. But then for every Taylor Swift, there's a Justin Bieber or a Madonna or, you know, on and on and on. Uh, Poor Lady Gaga, I'm sure, driven mad by her fame and fortune. It's just not a natural thing. And I think very few people in the Three Comma Club uh, have survived that. Yeah. It has to be hard when you have so many people who want things from you and are willing to tell you so many things you want to hear and you're treated so differently um, and, uh, he thinks he's a, many billionaires and Elon's in this group think they're a genius because they're a billionaire. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, he is a very smart guy, but there are smart people, as I think we've all probably experienced this, who overestimate their intelligence and think that because I'm very smart about one thing, that means that yeah. I know everything about everything. Is that the Dunning-Kruger effect? Yeah, I think so. Where you think you're I saw a study in... I saw a study in Harvard Business Review that I always think of uh, when this comes up. So they looked at the the ultra wealthy and what happens to your brain when like the physical concerns of the world are no longer something you have to stress on a oh, daily basis. Oh, you're at the basis. top of Maslow's pyramid. So 100%. life is yeah. great. You're going to self-actuate by becoming an edgelord? Yeah. Well, what they found is in all of these cases or many of these cases, the very skills that made you successful in the first place, like the ability to read people, the ability to understand people, the ability to sense discomfort, you know, those skills that like help you like get oh, a footing in life. You become a sociopath. Those become eroded a hundred percent. Oh my. You're you're unable to sense people's emotions and you become narcissistic <laughs> yeah. at the same time. Yeah. So you no longer have sympathy. Yeah. I would simply buy a Formula One team. 
Yeah, uh, you would. And <laughs> now, now, would you try to run yeah. the team, Simone? No. This is the question. Well, depends on how rich I am, right? But you'd hang no, out in the no, pit. But, no, I know you would. Okay, but if I you're know ri- you would. But if you're rich enough to own the team and you're rich enough to like buy it, would you then go to the place where you're like, well, I'm going to run this the way I want? Or do you hire someone else and trust well, them see, to do it? That's the thing. I start off hiring someone to run it myself, but as I become more and more wealthy, yes. um, my ability to discern the truth erodes, and then I say, I'm going to run the team. Yeah. Right. Um, so, so, so 10 you years the later, yeah. I am the problem. Yeah, absolutely. You think that's what happened to Toto? No! How, oh my God! Don't even slander Toto Wolf in front of me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just yelled. I think I. No, I think, I think I hit a, a nerve. A there. little bit. A little. little tiny, I love this. Yeah. Little, I think you broke her. Mercedes' problems this year, I think, are entirely the results of some of their top engineers not like having the time to work on the car and then also the decreased aero time. So I I think they're going to come back in 2023 with a good car. What happened to Ferrari though? Oh, (laughs) what hasn't happened? I don't, that's just being Italian. Now I'm playing to the crowd, aren't I? I'm like, I'm like winding her up. You are. This is so good. This is so good. I'm enjoying this so much. Uh, I think those, those, that knowledge of F1 could come in handy later. Leo. Oh, okay. Sam. Yeah. This episode of Rocket is brought to you by Text Expander. When you work in a small team, every moment counts. You don't want to be wasting your time finding video conferencing details to send to a new client. You don't want to track down the same FAQs from the company website. These are the kinds of things you want at your fingertips so that you can get work done faster. And that's why you need Text Expander. With Text Expander, you can access what you type the most with just a few keystrokes, allowing you to work faster and eliminate repetition, letting you focus on what matters the most to you. Text Expander's powerful shortcuts and abbreviations streamline your team's work. All you have to do is type a short abbreviation, and Text Expander does the rest for you. You just build and collect your most commonly used phrases, messages, URLs, and more right within Text Expander. Then create your chosen abbreviation, and they'll be with you wherever you type. You can even customize the snippets by having them automatically add in dates, fill-in-the-blank fields, timestamps, and more. This will make sure that you still keep the personality in the communication you send, and uh, people love to see that. Text Expander is available on any device you use, across any app that you use, on Mac, Windows, Chrome, and iOS. Uh, Brianna... Can you can you see a place in your uh, busy work day with Rebellion Pack oh where Text God. Expander is useful to you? I depend on Text Expander. Everything from uh, you know sending donors thank you lists to uh, when we're planning events or, or fundraisers to uh, doing things that are a little more serious like uh, uh, sending uh, reports for death threats on Twitter. Oh, that does sound useful. Set up. It, oh, it actually is because it doesn't. I don't have to think about it every single time because it's the same. Like doxing my home address, sending me death hey. threat, and I've got. Oh, it's it's silly, but it really does mean I don't even have to think about it. I hit just a couple of buttons, and it's done. Um, you know, as far as like making donors feel thanked, uh, they're such a critical part of fundraising. Uh, by the time this episode comes out, there's been a rather big election, and you know, text expander was a really big part of my fundra- fundraising efforts for that. All right. Well, hey, if that sounds good to you, and if repetitive typing is getting you down, (laughs) 
you got to get Text Expander. Check out Text Expander today at textexpander.com slash rockets, and you can get 20% off your first year. That's textexpander.com slash rockets to say goodbye to repetitive typing. Our thanks to Text Expander for their support of this show. All right. Brianna's been planning something. Is it a quiz? I'm gathering it's a quiz. Yeah? It, it's okay. So... Look, if you had Kelly Clarkson and Ruben Stuttered in the same building, he was robbed. You by the way, I just them, want to say, yeah, Ruben 100%. won. Oh, okay, okay, never mind. I thought he got, came in second. No, Clay Aiken came in second. Oh, Clay Aiken. Well, right. he, he was not robbed. <laughs> he had some other problems. We'll talk about him later. Okay, so Ruben so Stuttered. Was have, that was like yes, season two. That was wasn't season it? two. Yeah. We have, Leo, you're one of the most prestigious, like, respected longtime journalists in the entire tech industry. And we have Christina Warren here, who is the T-800 of tech knowledge, Uh-oh. a truly terrifying competitor Uh-oh. for anything, <laughs> anything. It doesn't matter what you're doing. You know, I figure if you have the best of the best, what does Rocket do? We put together an impromptu <laughs> so game We're show. We're looking at each other going, so, uh-oh. <laughs> so we talked to your producers ahead of time. Uh, I'm going to ask them buzzer? to bring this on out. Do I have a clicker, can. like a Jeopardy so, clicker? So, so do you want the good news or the bad news first, Leo? What do you think? I, I, I think we have to hear the, the bad news. I always start with the bad yeah. news. Yeah. Okay, so the bad news is the loser of this contest is going to get a pie in the face. By the winner is going to put a pie in your face. Your team checked it. They made sure that you've got all the equipment there. All yes. Week. Oh, my God. Jason Howell is actually filling the pie now. That's with right. Creamy, so delicious. Steaks are very hot. Whipped cream. Steaks are very hot. <laughs> Okay. More. 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 Wait a minute. There's more. Let's get some cherries on there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, beautiful. Is that a green cherry? It's a maraschino. It's a maraschino, okay? It was all I had. Okay. Fair. This was 100% my idea. Don't blame your staff. This was on me. The good news is the winner of this is going to get a lovely original artwork by Frank Wu. Congratulating oh, them oh, I on the win. very first. Can we bring that out? Uh, it is a certificate that's been printed on your office printer oh, well, that <laughs> with means awesome Frank yeah. artwork. Oh, this is this is it, Celebrating ladies and gentlemen. The there we go. It's this so beautiful. Go. That's so wonderful. The Rocket X Twitch Showdown. Oh my gosh! Uh, so Frank told me every one that's of so these cool. creatures he drew on here represents oh, wow. one of us. Uh, the singing dinosaur oh, here, here is, of course, Simone. And uh, Christina is the deadly tank at the bottom because she is deadly to oh, to over fight. The shoulder with. shot is over here now. There we go, oh, Leo. You're the you're awesome. the double guitar, and I am the centipede because <laughs> I work in politics. That is awesome. <laughs> you work in politics, so you have many legs. That's right. That is awesome. I'm a creature with lasers uh, running. The rocket this is so cool. Showdown 2022. Thank you, Frank Wu. There you go. For designing so that. this, this is how it's going to work. Uh, we're going to have some questions, and I'll explain the further rules later. I'm so scared yeah. right now. I'm so scared should, right now. Should be. So um, we're going to ask a question, um, and this we're going to go uh, turn. So uh, uh, Leo, call heads or tails. Oh, so it doesn't have to be a speed thing. Okay, that's okay. correct. Heads. 
You want heads? Yeah, uh, Christina, you're going first. Okay. Oh, you have flipped the coin before I said it? I did. I wrote it right here on my piece of paper. <laughs> That's efficiency, baby. <laughs> okay. okay. Go All ahead, right. Christina. Christina. Yes. In 1994, iOmega came out with their massively popular zip drive. Yes. The original uh, version of that technology came out eventually in three capacities. Yes. What were those three capacities? 100 megabytes, 250 megabytes, 700 megabytes. That is correct. Wow. Wow. I wasn't sure about the 700. I remember that, that because that was really when they were trying good. to, they were trying to Wait, compete did, against Did you uh, say CDRs. 700 or 750? She said 100. 700. It was a 750 megabytes? 750. Oh, no. We're going to have to give you partial credit for okay. that. She got two so, out of three. Chris, okay. All yes. right. And I almost so Christina, said 750, but it was seven. Okay. Okay. I would have got that, that wrong. I will so. very right, generously really award good. you seven points for that. Okay. <laughs> that's okay, a random so, number, apparently. Are, they, are all the go. awards prime numbers? Let me ask you that. Okay. No. Go ahead, please. Continue. Continue. Okay. Leo. I'm so What scared. is the alternative name for the Hayes Command set originally developed for 300 baud modems? Is it the ATD? Let me think. It's. I, is it just the AT command set? I'm going to say the it's not ATDT, which is what you type. I think it's the AT command set. Is that your final answer? Oh, shoot. Christina says yes. Okay. I think I think this is no, right. I think this is right. I think it's the AT command set. Nice, correct. Ten okay. points for Leo. But it is All ATDT right. you spell out. But uh, okay, okay, good. good so good. here's our first How many points do I get for that? Ten? You get ten points. Okay, okay. So, uh, Christina, Leo scored a point uh, free and fair. So now we come to the complicating factor of this game, the Simone chaos question. <laughs> so, Simone, she's Is unpredictable. Is there garlic soup involved? <laughs> you don't know. that would be With chaos. Simone, it could literally be anything. Okay. It could be mm-hmm. anything. Okay. Okay. So, you know, so I've seen these questions I personally wouldn't ask any of them, but you can opt for the option and ask Simone for a chaos question and 10 points are on the line. So you either get 10 points or you will lose 10 points based on. What if we don't ask for a chaos question? Then it just uh, goes on. Okay. So like at any point we can beg for a chaos question. Is that how? Yes. Like a lifeline? That's correct. So, That's like, correct. will you ask a question and then say, well, I don't want to answer that. Give me the chaos question. Is that correct? Nope. Kinda- it's after after someone else scores. Okay. Okay. So, you could ask now. So, I can now ask for a chaos question. For a question. chaos question. Yes. Or I can ask for a regular question. Yes. <laughs> All right. How many points am I at now? Am I, am I at eight points now? Seven. You're seven points. I'm at seven points to ten. All right. Let's go for a chaos question. Woo! Mm. So all right. Um, Brianna, should I ask these in order or can I can I move around? I would ask them in order so it's I'm worried fair, about favoritism. Okay, sure. It's up to yeah. you. Yeah. I All let right. me say about that. I very I've done a show with Christina for a long time. I asked, I put together questions that we have not talked about on the show and mm-hmm. took that very mm-hmm. seriously. Okay. okay. You have All unlocked right. well, chaos mode. Go ahead. Okay. Christina. Now my questions are rewarding not simply hard knowledge, but also creativity yes i would like you to tell me what is the most french color and why <laughs> le cordon bleu oh that's good that's good i like it 
<laughs> because that was the first pun I could think of, and that's my answer. <laughs> Cordon Bleu. And that's your reason why. Yes. Oh, God. Now, I, th- so is there judgment involved in the answer? Uh, like, I don't know. Simone, Simone you have to decide you now. Can't, yes. you, can't, you can't predict how she's going to go. I'm the expert of the Simone Chaos Yo, what questions, is the most I have color? to say. Oh, I'm never taking it's a It's Le Chaos. Cordon Bleu. You're correct. <laughs> She's right. I think she's right. You got it. Is that it. 20 I, points? I, I'm looking at Wikipedia extra? No, right I think I just, I just now have 10 extra points. 10 extra points. 10 extra points. That's right. Now it's Christina's good. Okay. All right, Christina. Wow. What G4 TV host starred on three shows? Attack of the Show, mm-hmm. X-Play, mm-hmm. and G4 Underground. So glad you didn't ask me that question. Um, <laughs> Attack of the Show, X-Play, G4 Underground. Was that Kevin? What's his last name? Your final answer? Kevin Perra? I just want to so that's your final yeah, that's answer? that's my final answer. Nope, Morgan Webb. Morgan Webb. That was actually my first thought was getting Morgan. But okay, all right, wrong on that one. Cool. Wrong. Oh, okay. I'm so glad you didn't ask me that question. I'm 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 Leo? glad that I at least Morgan got, would have been mad at me for getting. She it would have wrong. mad at you because you know her and yeah. and I don't know. I, I was just a you know somebody watched these things so, um and I'm just glad I took the chaos question. So okay. So now she's got 27 <laughs> points. No, I've got 17 points. 17 points. You're a 10. Why didn't she get another 10 for the getting the Morgan? Because I got. Oh, wrong. you got it wrong. That's right. Okay. That's right. So okay, Leo. My instinct was actually to say Morgan Webb first, and then when I was thinking of it, I was like, was she on Attack the Show? And I couldn't remember. There we go. Leo, uh, you can take a chaos question, or you can... So if uh, I do a chaos question, I get that, and yes. I get a question. Yes. Correct. But so there are a, only five chaos questions. Just and it's so a chance know. to... Basically, it's a bonus. Yes. You have yes. a chance to either get get another 10 points or lose 10 points. I just want to throw up. I'm so, I'm so <laughs> All right. I'll do a chaos question. Okay. Oh, boy. Oh, Leo, I'm so sorry. It's not the French one. Can you explain to me, to my satisfaction, the plot of S.S. Rajamouli's 2022 masterpiece film, RRR? <laughs> so... You're in a spaceship mm-hmm. on the way to Mars. Okay. And unfortunately, what you don't know is that in between you and Mars is a black hole that no one's seen because it's a black hole. Sure. You get sucked into it and you emerge into the Teletubbies kingdom. <laughs> Now, the comedy that ensues subsequently is really the main point of RRR, but I don't want to spoil this for anybody. (laughs) Judge Simone, you're tough but fair. What's what's the verdict? I'm so torn because it feels disrespectful to the great director to give this any points. But also, you really did put in... Wait, no, okay. I will give you this if you can explain to me why this film that you have just described so perfectly is called RRR. Because, well, it's a fictitious story about two heroes who are away from home in the Teletubbies land. What does that have to do with the letter (laughs) R? Uh, Leo, I'm giving you such a big option. I I am am holding out my hand. of RRR. Is this this some Bollywood Epic picture. Yes, it's a masterpiece. It is a Tollywood feature. Tolly, not Bolly. Thank you. Yeah. It's really right 
reliable. <laughs> and that's okay. The Teletubby movie is called Really Right Reliable. Yeah. Leo. Yeah. Leo. No. You it's, just talked um, yourself out of 10 points. I don't. <laughs> I'm I sorry. Have, I had no reason it, to get man. any points for that at all. I have no idea right. what's going on. All right. Unfortunately, Leo, you It's about pirates on their way to points. Mars. And they go, arr, 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 when they find out they're land in Teletubby land. Five points. He gets, he gets half points. He gets <laughs> I saved, half. Okay, I saved my, five myself with the, with the Teletubbies joke. Okay. I okay, love a Leo, pun. You're at five she points. She does a little fun. Uh, oh, so okay. you know this. this question's easy. This okay. is an easy one. You'll be very happy. Two companies developed the CD-ROM format in 1984. What were those two companies? Uh, Sony was one. The other company, CD-ROMs, Philips. Is that your final answer? Yes. You are correct. Mm-hmm. That means you were a 15 Yeah, it was, it was joint effort, right? Joint effort, Sony and Philips, yeah. Nice, and I did, nice. I saw the chat room did say it, but don't say this chat room. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't chat- see it before they said it, but don't say any answers because that spoils it. All right, so Elon Christina, Musk has uh, now suspended Kathy Griffin. Yes, on Twitter. <gasps> we saw that. We saw that. <laughs> okay, Christina, you can take the option for a chaos question. There are only five of them. Okay, um, and I got to tell you, the next one's pretty hard, but it's it's up to you. Okay, I'll take the chaos question because I'm behind. Okay, okay. no, you're not. You have 17, and Leo has 15. Yeah, you're leading. You're winning. Oh, I'm leading. Yes. Okay, then I'll take. I'll just. I will take the regular question. You just want a normal question? Yeah. Okay. Also very I easy. I so regret the chaos question. <laughs> I can't tell you. <laughs> but the that's what put you album. ahead was your Yeah, I know. I know it was. Love. I know it was. But if I'm, yeah. but if I'm ahead, then. Why take the yeah, chance? Why, why, why risk of myself? Yeah, why risk myself? psychotic. On my whimsy. Yeah, okay. I understand. Yeah. I wouldn't mess with cement. Uh, the original <laughs> Apple iPod shipped in two sizes. Mm-hmm. What were they? The original Apple iPod? Mm-hmm. Okay, it was it was five gigabytes and um, uh, ten gigabytes. That's correct. Yeah, it was not gigabytes. Well done. I hate to tell you, it was, yeah, it was the iPod. Was it gigs? Yes. Okay. Yeah. It was it was, it was, it was yeah, a thousand was. songs in your pocket. Oh yeah, that's right. It had yeah. to be a gig. Yeah, yeah. couldn't be a megabyte. No, okay. it, no, it was gigabytes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I would have right, said megabytes, but you're right. It's gigs, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, because the second one was 10 and 20, and then it was, uh, then I they had realize, a 30. So right off the box, they did 5 and 10. Uh, I think that it was just Later 5 at first, and then there was there yeah. was still a 10 gig in the first generation. Yeah. Then when the second generation came out that, that summer, it was 10 and 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Leo, uh, are you taking the chaos question, or are you just Yeah, why not? Home? What the hell? <laughs> I got to catch up here. Yeah, yep. R, R. Are. You might actually, this might be tailored to your interests uh, demographically, Leo. <laughs> uh, what is the appropriate way to introduce Ernest Hemingway? How would you do it? How would you introduce Ernest Hemingway to someone? <laughs> I don't know where she's going. I don't, I don't either. I would just say, here's Ernie. <laughs> I can't believe you specifically chose a nickname that Ernest Miller Hemingway, born in Oak Park, Illinois in 1899, hated. <laughs> okay. Chat room suggesting come to Papa. 
Would that would that work? Ooh, chat gets ten points. Chat, chat like gets it. ten points. Chat gets that ten points. We are vibing, and I bet chat has watched RRR too. So, <laughs> Leo, I can't believe this. Come on. So I, I take it I don't get any uh, points. For no, okay. Ernest. No. Okay, Simone. How how should one introduce Ernest Hemingway? Ernest Miller Hemingway, born in Oak Park, Illinois, in eighteen ninety nine. That's how you should introduce him. But if you had come up with a better answer, I would have okay. come to Papa. Much like as good. chat, come to Papa. Come, come to, to Papa's, Papa's pretty great. good. Yeah, yeah. I would say right, I'd so wave Simone, you over. I'd see you across the room. Minus 10 points on this. Oh, I lose yeah, points? Sorry. Yes. This is, this, that's why it's the chaos question. Like, I'm going to zero now. Yeah. Okay. But you might 15. get the tech question. You're 15. Okay. You shouldn't have toyed uh, okay, with me, so Leo. Okay, tech question. <laughs> Which version of... Which version of OS X was the first to support 64-bit architecture on PowerPC? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Come on, you know this. I do? Yeah. <sighs> on PowerPC, 64-bit. It must have been a big cat or a cat of some kind. Yes. Um, I'm going to say Leopard. Is that your final answer? Yes. That is not correct, unfortunately. <gasps> no. It was Jaguar. Yeah, that was 10.3, right? Yep. Uh, yeah. 10.2, actually. Oh, it was 10.2. Uh, I would have gotten it wrong then. Yep. So, okay. There we go. Okay. Um, all right, Christina. Two chaos questions left. Are you going to Are you gonna take one? Yeah, I'm going to take gonna a chaos question. Because it's chaos and we have to. It's chaotic. I think she's put all this effort into these I agree. ridiculous questions. Also, I feel oh, like I have a buffer now, so even if I lose, I, I can I have a shot. You have a buffer. You right. do. Pretty much it's and guaranteed I'm gonna get a pie in the face. Well, or no, one of us is gonna get a pie in the face. Can we do it at the end of the show yes. instead of in the middle of the show? Absolutely. Okay. Thank you. I, I, I would just to, us we as still a have reminder. Few hours Absolutely. To go. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the chaos questions are artistic. They are creative. If you yes. don't know an answer, that's my problem you, right there. You have the ability to invent one to my yes. satisfaction. I tried. And in light of that, yes. Yeah. Mm, did you try, <laughs> Christina? <laughs> Which F1 driver most deserves the moniker of my evil wife, and why? Well, Lewis Hamilton. Um, because you love him, but he also confounds you and, um, and, and his, his, uh, his team definitely confounds you. Oh, but is, is he the evil or is it Mercedes? Well, Mercedes is the evil one, but he, but you also want him to be your wife. So. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I, Christina, I can't give this to you. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I love Lewis Hamilton too much to ever call him my evil wife. Okay. Let me think yeah. who Sorry, are. Christina. Evil wife. So who would be minus ten points evil, or partial credits? I do want to hear Leo's yeah, do, uh, yeah, opinion yeah, on this. This would actually probably would have been the one that Leo would have would have totally given great evil at. Evil wife. Um, I do have one in mind. I, I'm willing to to put him aside for the purposes of your creativity. But there is someone you who have very someone in mind that's like an obvious oh, yes. evil wife. Oh yes. I think. Well, I'm, I'm torn between Daniel Ricardo and Sebastian Vettel. I can't decide who should be my evil wife. <laughs> mm. I'm going to say Sebastian Vettel because he's sad and lonely mm. oh my now God. that he's not mm. racing anymore. Oh, that's good. 
I, I disagree. I think Red Bull era Seb would have been an evil wife, but now he's just like a beekeeper dad. Um, and and he, <laughs> he only wants good in the world. Okay. Daniel Ricardo, aside from what he did to Yuki Tsunoda last week, yeah. hasn't been doing any pretty, crimes. That was pretty evil, yeah. Fernando right, Alonso. Fernando is Alonso. my evil wife. Your evil wife. Because yes. why? Of all of the history of crimes that he has committed <laughs> crimes. on track and off, crimes. You know, he I'm only thinking, cares about chaos. I'm thinking George Russell is come is an up and comer though, as an evil. Oh wife. yeah, future evil wife, future right evil there. Wife. Yeah. All right. Um. Okay. Judgment. Sorry. I I will give Leo half points. No, I get no points. I was just throwing this it in. Yeah, it was my sorry, question. Sorry. 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 I almost okay. said Amber so, Heard, but I guess I gather that ooh. she's not in the F one. No. That no, would, okay. No. 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 Let's, no. Irrelevant. <laughs> All right. Simone, what's the uh, judgment of Christina's points? Christina didn't get it. No, I did not. So no. Minus Lewis 10? Hamilton as an evil wife. All right. Christina, uh, so you're at 17 points now. This is yes. your chance to come on back. Uh, speaking of the Jaguar. Come on back. She's beating yeah, no, but, but me. I thought I was already ahead. beating me. What is the score? I'm sorry? Chat room, what's the score? Yeah, because, because Leo didn't get the last question and he'd already think, lost 10 points. I don't points. even think I'm close. So he's at five, I think. I think I'm almost negative. Uh, 10 plus five plus minus. 10 minus 10 plus zero. Okay. What? <laughs> 15. I was told yeah, there would be points. no math. Five points. Five okay. points. Okay. Okay. So you've like 10 points ahead of me. Yeah. You can't lose. Well, no, I mean, I could definitely. All right. Yeah. Christina, speaking yes. of the Jaguar, what universally panned title was the pack-in game for the Atari Jaguar in 1993? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, no, but it, it looked like it... Okay, it was... It was no, it wasn't Asteroids. It was, it, was, it was one of those types of Asteroids games. I don't know this. It was oh, awful, no. but I don't know this. I don't know this. You're representing Team Rocket. Come on, come on, Christina. Leo's gone. Is he oh my god, a- what was it called? It was It is on the tip of my tongue and I don't know it. For partial credit, I will tell you the first letter. Okay. C. No, it was It was a shoot 'em up style kind of um arcade game right re like it was similar to mm-hmm. no yeah yeah okay it was okay it was it was come on it was the 90s think about what what was everything in the in the in the 90s that started with the c crystal quest this is what i'm hearing i'm i'm, I'm cheating here crystal quest no no i'm sorry that is zero points oh, for you okay oh, what was no. the answer it is Cybermorph. Oh my God. Yes. Okay. 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 I would never have cyber. Uh, yeah. I never would have gotten that. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, I guess we got to wait for Leo to come back. Then. Yep. If, if, we'll see if Leo is going to return or not. Might Are you guys having a good time? Be, We're having a great time. in the country so, so he doesn't get pie in the face. So, so this week in tech listeners, if you want more chaos like this, tune in to Rocket every week, Relay FM. Become a boosty. You'll have even more uh, opportunities to hear like the twisted things from Simone's uh, uh, imagination, but also Bree's great question games. I I got mine wrong, by the way, Leo. Did you? I did. 
I never was going to get sniper or something. So you well, but I but I appreciate that. that Are you a beekeeper now? This feels like cheating. I think it's just defensive. Uh, All right. All right. Uh, Leo, uh, would you like a chaos question or how many? Yeah, do you you have one more chaos question? I got one more left. Let's do the chaos question, even though I have no hope in the world. Okay. Leo, no, I I believe in you. I think you can get this one. And, the, and you'd be doing me a huge favor if you did. Okay. Um, yeah, because if you did, then I get pie in the face. This is great for either way. This is fantastic. Uh, I know who's getting the pie in the face, and it ain't you. <laughs> Go ahead. Can you I see this invent my way. <laughs> a plausible excuse for me to have not played A Link to the Past <laughs> so that next time Brianna and Christina give me crap about it, you need I to play this game, them- Simone. Uh, well, do I? Leo, can you invent a plausible yeah, you can't excuse for why it. I haven't done it yet? You can't play it. You have sausage fingers. <laughs> oh, my God. It's not, it's That's not, true. It's not even possible. Look at them. Yeah, look at those. Yeah. No, I, this is well known. Mm. I don't even know why there's a question, <laughs> frankly. You're so right, and yes. I can't believe. <laughs> yes. Well, see, the thing is... Because we don't do a video show, I'm Brianna and Christina don't know about my sausage fingers. They never knew about fingers. your sausage fingers. That's true. We never game. knew. It was a side effect from uh, Q-Zempic. Uh, mm. it, they say it in the commercial every single time. You should just know that. <laughs> Ten points. <laughs> Thank you. Ten I think I should get 15. Leo, okay. back in the All right. game. <laughs> Saving my life. All right. Leo. In 1997, a consortium... Jimmy Dean, pork Fork, Sausage Fingers. Sorry, in what year? In what year, 94? 1997, a consortium was developed to standardize 3D graphics for the web. What was the name of that consortium? 3D graphics for the web, that's the key. In 97... I have no idea. I'm pretending. I'm uh, sorry. What, what, and, and, and what, 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 3D graphics for the web. So what? 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 Uh, I, I didn't hear the what. What company? No, they, she just said 1997. What was the A name consortium. of the 3D consortium? Yeah. Oh, 3D consortium. Yeah. 3D for graphics, graphics oh. on the web. It's probably gonna when you say it, it's gonna light my eyes up. No, you look. You shaking. I'm, I'm trying to think. 3D consortium. If you 3D. get this, Leo, I gotta say you're in a good position to win mm-hmm. this. 3D for the web. Um, I'm going to say the 3DZ Alliance. Is that your final answer? <laughs> yes, I don't. I have no idea. Was it OpenGL? No, it can't have been OpenGL. I, I, was, I was thinking it would be... The OpenGL? That, I, that's kind of what I was thinking. But it's honest. not for the web. The web is the <gasps> weird part. Yeah, that. that is the web. That is the weird thing. Yeah, no, I have no web idea. Web 3D. Web 3D. I should web have Web 3D. Web 3D. Yeah, the name's oh. in the... It's in there. Wow. Okay. <laughs> it's baked into the question. I was going to say, yeah, Padre had this right in the chat. So good job to all the chat uh, members. Because WebGL was actually my first thought, but 97 is too early. So yeah, WebGL. Web, yeah, web, yeah. web 3D. Okay. Web 3D. Yeah. Okay. It didn't survive, did it? No, I, mean, I don't think so. Yeah. This episode of Rocket is brought to you by Masterclass. With Masterclass, you can learn from the world's best minds anytime, anywhere, and at your own pace. With over 150 classes from a range of world-class instructors in 11 different categories, that thing you've always wanted to do is closer than you think. You can learn the art of negotiating from Chris Voss. You can improve your culinary skills with Mexican cooking by Gabriela Camara. 
You can learn about disruptive entrepreneurship from Richard Branson or learn how to make compelling videos that go viral with Marques Brownlee, also known as MKBHD. Of particular interest to me, a person who is going through uh, my special interest right now, obviously, uh, Lewis Hamilton <gasps> is on Masterclass. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's called, uh, he, he teaches a winning mindset. Um, and I, obviously, I would listen to Lewis Hamilton uh, tell me about anything. But if there's one thing... That I think Lewis Hamilton is an expert on. It is uh, being able to win and figuring out what makes his mind work in the way that allows him to win seven, possibly eight. Who knows? <laughs> World Driver Championships. Shouldn't um, you be giving him like the the lesson on winning, though? I think it should be the other way around. You should be teaching the class. <laughs> um. Well, I, I I think he's a bit more successful than me, I, and that's I don't. why. I don't. don't. I don't. That's very nice. <laughs> well, you could become a member of Masterclass uh, and be instructed by Lewis Hamilton in this way. I highly recommend that you check it out. Get unlimited access to every class. And as a Rocket listener, you get 15% off an annual membership. Woo. Go to masterclass.com slash rocket now. That is masterclass.com slash rocket for 15% off Masterclass. Our thanks to Masterclass for their support of the show and all of Relay FM. What would your Masterclass be? Mine? Oh, gosh. What, can, what am I qualified to instruct people Ernest on? Ernest Hemingway. Um, being, yeah, maybe Ernest yeah. Hemingway. Uh, yeah. Ad reads, being weird in ad reads. Yeah, you could do that. Could, yeah. Can you really teach that, though? No, like, I don't think you could. Yeah, I don't think you could teach me to be as good <laughs> as you. I would, I would give a class on what am I good at? Probably a master class on speedrunning Super Mario Brothers. That you 2. could absolutely. You are so qualified yes. to do that. Yes, one thousand percent. And uh, fixing a Star Trek TNG uh, table from nineteen ninety three. All right, those two Perfect. things. So I'm signed up. I'm signing up. <laughs> Brianna, <laughs> reach out, master class. We'll make it happen. All right, Brianna has done the calculation. I've done the math. I've run all the numbers. And, uh, Hold, just my, hand. Hold started, my hand. Hold my hand. Before I answer this, I just wanted to ask both of you. I promise not to uh, hurt do you. you. Think, do you think Simone should play Link to the Past? I just wanted to get an opinion. What is Link to the Past? It's the greatest Super Nintendo game ever. Oh, my God! I think you can't do that with a sausage uh, finger condition. I mean... I think you just... They don't make the controllers... That you can get the I mean, fingers. Like, look, look. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give Simone, like, I'm gonna let her have the authority to to give that answer, even if it means I get a pie to the face, because we have to respect her authority on this. She even plays though, Animal Crossing, she right? She does, but she needs to play Link to the Past, and she's refused. And you did give I her an excuse. I haven't refused. I procrastinated. There's a difference. I think you should be really understanding about her condition. Yeah. That's there we go. Saying. Oh, uh, it's a Christina? Zelda. Yeah. Is the, oh, is, is it about Link? Yeah. Well, yes. Yeah. But I mean, as as all of them are, it's it's, it's probably the best Zelda game. The yeah, best this Zelda is game. A, I have mean, you, this is amazing. Simone, have you played other Zelda games? She's played all the other. Yes. Zelda games. Well, how come you haven't Simone played Simone raked over the coals for not having played a Link to the Past, <laughs> which is one of the best games of all time. Doesn't even know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I had uh, the Break of the Wind. Is that the Breath of the Breath of, Breath the, of the Wind? Breath of the Wild. Break of the Wind. I, 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 that's what I do. I played when that one for a while. No, that was great. And that one, well, Simone loves that one because she loves the horses. There's horses, yeah. So true. Yeah. And she's a horse All girl. Right. 
<laughs> All right, no points for that, but I appreciate you schooling some out. Uh, so, Christina, you had a very healthy 17 points. Uh-huh. Leo, very strong showing at the end, uh, but unfortunately, uh, you're coming in at 15 points. Oh, so, wow. <laughs> so it's two oh, points. Wow. Unfortunately. If okay. I had only gotten that 3D consortium. No, I know. we're not going to do it now, though. Yeah. We're going to save we'll We're going to save it. We'll save it. It's going to be Christina, in the closing credits of the show. Yes. So stay tuned okay. for the excitement. All right, Brianna, what yes. are you up to this week? So real talk, um, I am fracking exhausted from the election, uh, Simone. Uh, I've been working crazy hours to do it, and it looks like I'm going straight to Georgia after this so uh honestly tomorrow i'm taking the dogs to the vet and i'm sleeping um Mm -hmm. it's uh Mm -hmm. i I feel really good about the results so far we don't know obviously as we record this what the total results are going to be but uh we're really uh worried about something worse it doesn't look like that's going to happen and uh yeah that wasn't serendipitous it happened with a lot of hard work Mm -hmm. yeah that was our our sentiment uh watching the results last night as well was like oh we Definitely could have been a lot worse. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm sorry that you have to go, that we're getting another runoff in Georgia, but uh, I hope you enjoy your day of rest. I think it means we're uh, going to win. This week, yeah, no kidding. This week I'm streaming. Uh, over at Polygon, we're doing streams giving. We're streaming basically uh, 25 days through wow. November and December. Uh, it started this week, started Tuesday with uh, Tuesday? Yes, Tuesday. Uh, Clayton and I played a bit of Nobody Saves the World, but uh, we're going to be streaming God of War on Thursday, Coral Island on Friday, and then three-ish, three or four times a week for the rest of the month, basically. Um, so if you're not subscribed to twitch.tv slash Polygon, uh, check that out. It's a fun little uh, hang that we have, just about two hours when we do it. Um, and I don't think I mentioned this. I think I forgot to mention this. We're just, basically, we're trying to stream some of our favorite games from 2022. Oh my um, not officially affiliated with Polygon's Game of the Year list, but hey, uh, uh, some of our personal favorites. So that's what we're up I've to. always wanted to play Nobody Saves the World. Is it? Is it any good? I really, really like it. It's one what, that I what played. What do you love about it? I, I think the character power-ups are very, very fun. Like, it part of the conceit of the game is you're unlocking all these different forms. You start as just like a a little random guy with absolutely no powers. And then you unlock forms as diverse as warrior and mermaid and ghost and bodybuilder and slug and like all these things that are just so different. So that's fun. And then it has a really clever way of teaching you how to play each of the characters because basically, aside from the overarching quests, you have all these mini quests that are like tasks that you have to check off. And that might be kill a uh, hundred bad guys with your slug tear, like your, your crying power. And, and, and then as you get new powers, it gives you new quests and they're, they're very easy to check off because you, you are killing a lot of enemies in this game. There's a lot of waves and you can plow through them pretty, pretty quickly. So you're constantly just like fulfilling all these things and then learning like, Oh, via this quest where it's telling me to try this certain power i know now that i can combine these two things and that creates like a more powerful character build so i find it really uh, a clever and satisfying way to teach to teach people how to branch out in their gameplay and like you can't you can't just like pick one attack and spam that for the whole game it wants you to do all of these cool different things so i enjoy it a lot and it has online co-op yeah super fun super cool looking um 
Yeah. Brianna, where can people find you online? Uh, you can find me online at uh, Brianna Wu on Twitter. Uh, I have a Mastodon. It's a series of characters I cannot even remember here on the show, but uh, I've been really impressed with uh, how much of a following I've gotten quickly on Mastodon. I think it's up to like 7,000 people in yeah. uh, like four or five days. So thank you to everyone that's followed me over there. Um, I will uh, promote that more regularly soon. But uh, yes, uh, I'm sure you can find me. All right. You can find me everywhere at Doom Quasar and at youtube.com slash polygon. Thank you so much for listening to this special Twit Takeover episode of Rocket. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you're a boosty, you're about to hear us talk about the Britney Spears conservatorship and Ooh. answer a listener question. Uh, which I'm super duper excited about. We'll see you there. The rest of you, thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts or tell a friend about the show. Uh, get them to listen in as well. Thanks, everyone. This episode of Rocket is terminated. Terminated.